Hello, hello. Hello, it is me. Amelie. Amelie. It is me. I made your pocket. I'm you not... have enough money to buy my DVD. I'm lost at the DVD. Sorry. <laughs> me. Oh, it is like a platter for my egg dinner. <laughs> Uh, so it looks like uh, it's rumored online. Oh, there are pictures of Animal Crossing amiibos. Oh no! Shit! You got Isabel, KK, and Bill, uh, do you hear one that? of the. That's the sound of your money flying away. Uh, Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo is gonna quickly stop making video games altogether. It's make gonna be amiibos. nothing but. It. Well, they announced this morning that so they're gonna make amiibos out of all the Smash Brothers characters, mm. which I thought they had already did, but I guess not because they're like even though they've already come out with like a bazillion amiibos, mm -hmm. there's like ten billion characters in Smash Brothers, mm -hmm. and so that means they're gonna have amiibos of like Rob the Robot, yeah, and, like Mr. S like Mr. Game and Watch and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my well, god. Well, they have a, a, a amiibo of the Duck Hunt dog. Yeah. So I'm obligated to get even though I don't play Smash, but yeah. like I'll have to get that shit. And the, yeah, just uh, on Twitter, literally before I had to actually hit the record button so I could document this, yeah, there's pictures, leaked pictures of Animal Crossing Amiibo oh, coming man, out. And I'm like, Bill. oh man, I'm fucking wrecked. <laughs> it's just start be selling plasma Mario. now. Uh, <laughs> they are all like 12 bucks a piece. Uh -huh. It's like fucking, I don't know what to do with any of these things. <laughs> Love toys. Toys are so cool. <laughs> it, they're just gonna be I your know. toys. I mean, hmm. in fact, I'm impressed. All of your Legos seem to be gone now. I had to for... clean up a little bit because it was a little getting janky. It was, like it was in, in my but fucking bedroom. Are still there. Even then, these are still. I've got uh, Cartoon Link. I've got uh, Animal Crossing Villager, which I guess technically there already are Animal Crossing amiibos. Mm -hmm. uh, Mega Man and uh, Adult Link. But that's still. I've still got like twelve more amiibos, like in a fucking box somewhere. I just need to clear <laughs> off space. So. Oh boy. oh boy. Anyway, uh, hey everybody, this is the Boy Hattie Podcast. I'm Annie. I'm Bill. We're here to talk to y'all about some more pop culture detritus. Uh, I did jack all this week because... You, a week from now you'll be getting married. Yeah, finally, literally finally. At, at this time in uh, seven days, I will be freshly hitched. Uh, so, Are you changing your name or anything like that? I am not changing my name, but Foley is changing hers. What's this? You're going to be Foley Maloney? Uh, yeah, she is taking her... Currently, she goes by her last name, and it's really awful when people call her by her first name, because that's not her name. So she's going to legally become... Because her first name Foley. is Aragast. That's right. Uh, it's Dumbledore. <laughs> um, her parents love Harry Potter, so now she's only 15. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, yeah, she's taking my surname, which is gonna be pretty cool. It's, but it's really the best part is parents should be super fucking proud. Most people when they um, get married, you know, I've been talking to a lot of women, and they're like, it's hard when you change your name because you feel like you're giving up some of yourself, like which some of your identity. I, yeah, I've always been surprised at how quickly women are just cool with that because that seems to be. They're such usually a basic... not because it is like I mean, it's like you you do it and you want to do it because it's your new life with this person that you love, but it is like you're losing part of yourself. Yeah. So uh, what's really exciting about this is that in this case Foley isn't losing anything. She's becoming who she is. Probably not. Which is beautiful. Yeah. It's gonna be beautiful. And also her initials are gonna be Femme. Which is pretty fantastic. Which is funny because Foley is not Femme. <laughs> no, she is not. Exactly, She's yeah. my butch princess. Um, so anyway, um I have done a whole lot of nothing this week except for freak out about my wedding. So Bill, what'd you do this week? Now what I do. What's this? You, show what's this? about Witch Three, Bill? I you know what I forgot. I forgot 
to get a Coke, so I feel totally naked on this episode of the podcast. Uh, play more Witcher 3, which yeah. you haven't played any more Witcher 3, so no. there's not much to talk about. All I've played this week is more Dragon Age multiplayer. Especially Witcher 3, like, I've just been doing still random quests, so I haven't yeah. done anything more other than just like, go here, fetch this person, go talk to this person, go You have out a new outfit is... from the last time I saw you. Oh, yeah, because so. you're always getting new clothes, and I got yeah, actually... That's I, the only part I of Witcher I want. Exactly. Because I had all I the mutton chops, now I've got the full beard. I just again. want the dollhouse variant of Witcher 3, where yeah. I don't actually have to do any combat. I can just change my outfits, yeah. change my hair and my facial so hair. I've put like another 20 hours into the game, but I'm still just like, I mean, it's been good, but like the yeah. plot... Well, I've been doing all the side quests and stuff, so yeah. it's, I really haven't been working too hard to like advance the plot. Yeah. Although in the last couple of days, I did say, okay, I think I've done all the side quests I should do now, because that's all I've been doing, so I'll, I will do like one of the main quests mm-hmm. that will supposedly like advance the plot forward. And this quest has been going on! I've been playing for three days, and I still... Yeah. There's no end to this quest in sight, because it's been, go here, talk to this person, go talk to that yeah. person, figure out why this person... There's this whole thing about this guy named Dandelion in this game, this like elven bard you're supposed uh-huh. to track down, who knows the whereabouts uh, of your... like adoptive daughter uh-huh and like is, does he show up in witcher 2 why is that guy I, familiar i don't know who, he fuck, may have who gives a fuck for the 10 Continue. seconds i played at the beginning yes. of the witcher 2 same um same. but yeah so like i've just been playing that and like that's just more there's not much more to say especially if you haven't played any of it and it's kind of like, glad you're having a good time with it dude it's more witching i got white hair walking around with a medallion and I still, I still been wearing my witcher medallion as i walk around oh, Bill. <laughs> it's oh, been Bill. fun so I've just been kind of doing that. Man, have you ever seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Not in a long time. So you time. have seen it. Not in a long time. It is not as important to me as it is to other people. That's, well, I don't know. Too many I think I saw it on TBS in the afternoon. It's kind so of important it's... to people as kind of like a raunchy 80s teen comedy. Yeah. But like, even me, I never saw that too often as a kid, but it was playing a whole bunch on cable for some reason this week. So I watched it and I was like, man, it's so weird because... It was made in 1982. Uh-huh. And it's... What's what's my notes about this? Oh, and how about... It feels like a weird relic of not only of early 80s mull culture, but also just a depiction of high school... Like a quasi-realistic depiction of high school before the internet age. Yeah. It's kind of weird to see that, like... I don't know if anyone, like, growing up now could watch Fast Times at Richmond High, Richmond High and go, like... They would just, like... It's like if we watched something about, like, kids growing up in the like, 1920s in high yeah. school. Yeah. It would be so different that it's, yeah. like... This is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I, and this got me thinking a whole bunch too about like how technology must be changing, like just the thing of being in school now yeah. and how much like, even if you're being bullied at school, it's not just going to be happening at school, but like on the internet and Facebook yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. And it just seems so quaint to be watching a movie about a bunch of high schoolers who are at just school and they go home and there's no internet and they kind of yeah. go off and have their own lives separate yep. from school. Yeah. But that really can't happen these days. Yeah. And aside from that fact, you know, it's it's old enough. You know, it's like from 30 years ago, like there's all this stuff, like everyone's like wearing super tight Jordache Wrangler jeans and <laughs> right. playing like Pac-Man and right, stuff like right. that. But I don't know. It just got me thinking about like kind of wishful for like old timey old like school old stuff timey. where you can like before the internet. Like yeah. I feel like an old man and be like, oh, I know. Yeah. They're and not Instagramming well, their selfies. They do a weird thing, too, because at the beginning of the uh, the movie, like, the teacher hands out all these ditto worksheets for mm-hmm. people to mess yeah. with. And I don't even know if yeah. people even know what the hell dittos are. It's yeah. not even just, like, Xerox things. But yeah. uh, back in schools, like, at, when I was a kid Believe in the 80s... Believe it or 80s, not, I used some of those, too. With the, with the purple ink, the dittos? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not just, like, run off a Xerox machine, but actually, like, yeah. photochemical, yeah. like, uh, reproductions of yeah. documents was done with, like... It was actually, like, like essentially, like, like a homemade press... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, with, like, purple ink and stuff. And, like, 
I don't remember. It's like sometimes they would come off the press and be kind of warm. You press them to your face, especially if it's cold outside. And it's a little bit dangerous. You're like, huh? And they show in the movie like kids get a bunch of these ditto sheets and they huff them. Because I forgot because like they were printed with like these kind of like yeah. solventy kind of yeah. smelling chemicals. Yeah, it was chemicals. a chemical. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, I kind of remember. You could kind of do that with that stuff. But again, if you didn't like, if you were in school like in the mid to late eighties at the very latest, yeah. you would have no idea what the hell it yeah. is. You would need someone like me or you to explain. Exactly. This. Well, it's like when I was the only um uh. I watch. I remember when I was a kid. I watched the movie Pillow Talk with Rock Hudson and that's Doris a Day. I know it's a musical. Yeah, it's, a, it's people love that shit. It's a movie, and uh, yeah, it, the huge part of it is that there's a party line in the movie. Which I don't. I still. People and are just trying to describe like, that to me, and I still. And it's so, so funny that it's on like the phone and a whole other people get it's in. It's basically a shared phone line. You're, you know how it is when you, growing up when you would have the phone line in your house. Yeah. Just imagine that so it's like a whole up. floor in your building. Does it localize to a singular physical place? Usually, it might. It's not like you can't have a whole bunch of people like over like 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 the west side of like New York can't get on. It's no. just like in your building. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. What do you talk about? <laughs> if you're already in the same building, well, it's, not like you have... it's not like a message board bill where they all just hang out and well, chat. Like, well, do you, if you're already all in the same building, why not just go out the fucking hallway? Well, and the intention is not to talk to people in the building, Bill. It was just like it's not like you used your phone at home to talk to people in the next room. What? Yeah. It was a telephone line that you could use to call anyone, but it was just shared across the whole community. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. Oh, I thought you were saying there's no. It's not like an like intercom. Parties. No, 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 no. You have to explain this to me. <laughs> yeah. This anyway, old, my point is, is the old timer over here. Yeah. Like, it's so funny because I understand all this shit. Like, <laughs> only because of movies, though. Like, I remember I know about old like phones because of like shit like Meet Me in St. Louis, where they'd have to like shout on the phone because the, well, exactly, the yeah. sound would degrade and all this shit. And I'm like, well. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, no, it's because I like weird old movies. Did you see that article that got passed around Twitter a whole bunch this week talking about how the uh, talking about the death of the mid-Atlantic accents and what exactly caused it and who the I last people the to article, speak it were? I saw the article, but I did not read it. Uh, well, I mean, people have talked about this before, but like the old time, we're like, oh, yeah. Schmidt, yeah. the faux heightened American yeah, English and people British were trying to accent. Out, like, a, where that came from? Yeah. B, did was it around for a long time? Did mm-hmm. was that only an affected? Uh, accent that only came about as a result of like early like movie and radio mm-hmm. technology, like mm-hmm. essentially people trying to figure out this stuff, and a lot of people are suspecting yeah, it was only something that actually really only existed from like late eighteen hundreds to like nineteen fifties. I like that your impression of this accent is just yeah, Schmitty. Old movie from like before like nineteen forty. When I think of that accent, I think of um, Catherine Hepburn and I believe bringing up Baby, where she breaks a heel and she walks around in circles and she one one foot is higher, so she's wobbling. She's like she keeps saying, "I was born on the side of a hill. I was born on the side of a hill." It was supposedly uh, well the old uh, like like the comic was weird because like uh, George Gershwin, uh-huh. uh, the famous yeah. uh, music composer, he was born in what like the Bronx, I think. Yeah, he was. And so and everyone says that like he should have grown up talking like fucking Bugs Bunny. Yeah. But like you like the the, the few recordings of him just talking normal like quote unquote normally that exists. It's all he's like hello there. Yeah. I am, um, you know, yeah. he's speaking George in that. George Gershwin. Ah, yeah. my name's George Gershwin, and here's other. And like, that's yeah. not how he should have talked. And so, yeah. like talking about like like. So it seemed to be like this affectation that like people. It sounds like it came from people trying to impersonate people, like the rich yeah. people from New England. Like that an was elocution haughty, thing. Yeah. So yeah. They, everyone was essentially trying to sound like Catherine mm-hmm. Hepburn, not her specifically, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. that kind of like yeah. that social strata. Yeah. And somehow that got turned into like, okay, well, if you want to like. 
you know, if you want to sound like, you know, have like authoritative voice when you're yeah. like doing radio news announcements, right. that's how you should sound. Well, it makes sense that it's like at the advent of basically recorded sounds. Yeah. And that there would be what should the voice be. He also pointed it out too because it, it, it helped because that's such like an articulated uh, exactly. accent yeah. that if you're recording into recording stuff that it doesn't pick up sound that well. Yeah. That if you have to speak very clear, that, that would also lend itself like you want to speak like that too. Which is funny too because I know a couple weeks ago uh, a lot of stuff went around about how. Uh, Edison's talking baby dolls existed. Yeah, the ones yeah. where like it has like a little record player inside the baby doll. Yeah, and people and like scientists had managed to figure out what the recording sounded like off of yeah. that. And it is kind of people with a north uh, like that mid Atlantic accent. Yeah, but screaming. <laughs> yeah, like baby don't you sleep? It's like what the fuck? And they point out the reason they're screaming is because. Uh, the recording equipment was like is, was sluggish enough that you had yeah. to scream for the microphone to pick yeah. it up. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, like, and and, and <laughs> so that kind of lends into why you would want to speak with like a weird accent too, because yeah. if you think if it's going to be picked up by the machinery better and stuff. That like that. also but, makes ah, you think of the just... speech instructor in uh, Singing in the Rain. That's one of the things they specifically yeah. talk about in that article. Yeah. Roll your yeah. Well, whatever yeah. the hell he says. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, what is the phrase? What is the phrase that she can't say? And I can't stand it. Can't. <laughs> It's Man, one of the funniest this things. Is, this is our weekly announcement that if you haven't seen uh, Sing, uh, Sing in the, the Rain, rain. You should see that Guys, Sing in the Rain is good shit. Sing in the Rain is one of the best Surprisingly of good shit. Not only shit. one of the best musicals, but like fucking... For being a musical that was literally... the last half hour? It, for being a musical that is literally... Um, they just had a bunch of songs they had to write a musical around it. It's a really good musical. But yes, I agree. There is a ballet during the movie that is beautiful. It brings the movie to a screeching But hall. if you're used to watching movies where shit actually happens and contributes <laughs> to the plot... Even for a musical, it's, it's, it's a little ramshackle. But yeah, but no, that looks so pretty good. much funny. Because Seeing in the Rain funny. is about that yeah. era. Because it's about silent movie stars. Who, like, yeah. uh, Transitioning uh, to talkies. To talkies. And like, so when, so when people are in the yeah. booth, they're like, you know, they talk normally for the rest of the movie. But then they're yeah. in the booth and they're like, oh, no, 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 Moses supposes his toes are roses, roses, but Moses supposes erroneously. This part where I start throwing Moses, he noses his toes aren't roses, as Moses supposes his roses to be. His toes to be. Fuck! Okay, hey. Yes, Bill. That I forgot the lady in that movie. Debbie Reynolds. Princess Leia's mom. Yeah. I forgot that about is her, that. I think her first starring role was in Singing in the Rain. Oh, but the, isn't the hilarious thing in Singing in the Rain the fact that it wasn't her singing voice dubbed? Yes. <laughs> the whole point of the movie, the movie is that Debbie Reynolds dubs the singing voice. And she of, doesn't get credit. And she doesn't get credited. And in fact, Debbie Reynolds, there's in particular, what's funny is that she sings half the songs in the movie. Really? There's one song Man. that she does not sing that is dubbed. Like the big uh, it's a like, song, romantic yeah. area. Thing. If would you? Would you? And if the girl were I, would you? And, which of course comes out as but you. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's oh man, that fucking movie. Now I'm gonna go watch Sing in the Rain. Well, hey everybody, goodbye. This is the Boy Heidi podcast. I'm gonna go watch Sing in the Rain. I actually just bought it recently. Uh, hey, Bill also watched Little China. Oh, I thought because I was shit talking a little. Uh, uh, not Fast Times in Little China. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. I was shit talking last week. They yeah. announced that uh, The Rock is gonna be remaking that movie. Supposedly, I can't imagine who the hell's gonna actually give him money to remake Big Trouble yeah. in Little China because that's such a specifically weird little movie. But I actually did sit down and actually watch it in, in, in its whole entirety this week, which I haven't done since like the mid '80s. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. But like sitting there watching, I'm like, why do I not like this movie more than I should? Because it's got kung fu, it's got guns, yeah. it's got action, it's, it's very silly. I was like, man, it's like the kung fu fight in that movie is totally fake. Yeah, that totally takes me out because I know at this like when they were making that movie, like in China, like fucking. Uh, 
Jackie Chan was doing, making crazy movies. Yeah. And I'm like, man, why is it Jackie Chan in this movie? Why is there actual kung fu shit in this movie? Yeah. Because it's all kind of like white. I think that's the thing that kind of freaked me out as a kid. Because like, especially because it's supposed to be a movie about all this Chinese shit. And the main hero is Kurt Russell, white guy running around doing stuff. I think even as a kid, that kind of irked me a little bit. I was like, why isn't the main hero of this movie like the, the super cool Asian sidekick? But I guess in the making of that movie, they said that, like, Jack Burton, the main character, Mm -hmm. uh, the way you're supposed to perceive the movie is that he's the sidekick, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't know it. And if you actually watch the movie with that in mind, it's a lot funnier, because if you you realize he actually doesn't contribute meaningfully to the plot at all until the very end when he kills the bad guy, but aside from that, he's always fucking himself up and fucking everybody else up. Okay. And so it's supposed to be, like, a witty takedown of of white action hero dudes, I guess. But if you, but it's weird to think that you have to kind of like watch it with that kind of like postmodern kind of thing yeah. thinking about that in order to like really enjoy the movie. And so, so it's but not do you bad. get it? Do it you really cool. get it? And dude does go crazy and blow up and explode, and there are like the people shooting lightning bolts and stuff. It's not terrible. It's just like I don't know. Well, we're doing part of our Bill uh, shits on something and then gently <laughs> pulls back a little bit right before the turn <laughs> touches the bowl. <laughs> I hate Little Shop of Horrors. Why? Why would it's I so like it? Good. No, I hate it. It's got the lady it. who sings with the I big hate movies. All of it. Oh my god, that's the other thing. I hate the original. I hate the musical. Why? I hate it's Little Shop of Horrors. Oz. It's a big singing plan. It's got stuff. I hate. No, the the practical stuff is great. I hate that shit. It's like the kind of goofy god. goth shit that I hate. Goth. If you don't think Little Shop of Horrors is goth at all, you How need to watch that it again. Goth. It's a ty- It's a strain of goth, dude. Well, I swear. Kind of like urban, sick, mid sixties. I, I mean, I guess you were. It talking is a strain about. of goth. It is a kind of gruesome, sort of goofy gruesome. And I'm like, it go fuck yourself. Gruesome. It's not clever. It's not it funny. Gruesome. It's not sweet. Do I don't like goosebumps? it. Uh, I goosebumps missed me altogether. Do you hate Beetlejuice. Do you hate crumbs? I don't like. I don't like any of those things. I don't like things that are like goofy, scary. Yeah. Like that's not my jam at all. Oh. Well, you're not much been to horror gruesome stuff Mm-mm, to begin with, no. but like if it's supposed to be like funny at the same time, that's even an extra turn. It just, it just, I'm just like fuck this. It oh just wow, bl- glances right off oh, of me. That's rough. And there are also some things that people worship that, as a point, you're just like fuck it. Because it's like people so slobber its knob so hard that you're like, seriously? See, that's the thing. I didn't realize anyone ever slobbered over the knob of being uh-huh. Shop of Horrors that much to even oh, justify yeah. their being kind of like a backlash. Like, fuck you guys. Yeah. In your cult of Little Shop Basically, of Horrors. Basically, guy, uh, Bill, I'm too cool like Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, uh, I like I like Meet Me in St. Louis, dude. I like uh, Ironic you know Ernestine. I would, be, I would be challenging to find someone who loves Meet Me in St. Louis as much as they do love Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me things. that that does exist. There's that some person people like that, exist. but yeah, I can totally understand why you might prefer one over path. the other. Yeah. yeah, either either way. That's the route that's I all, took. What did I say with uh, big times and uh, big times and little, little big trouble fucking... in little China? No, no. What's the other one? Fast times. Fast at times. High. <laughs> I don't watch two movies this week. Fuck up titles. Uh, Fast times at Ridgemont High. Have you seen the like the animated guests of like Phoebe? K- you know Phoebe Cates. She was in Gremlins. She's like half Asian, half Chinese, half white. She's super hot. Have you ever seen the animated gif? She's she's like uh, uh, like a half Chinese lady who she's wearing a red bikini, getting out of a swimming pool, and she takes her top off and kisses uh, Judge Reinhold. No. How have you been on the internet and not seen like a picture? <laughs> I'm of this, a at woman, least? <laughs> but still, no. this is like I don't go on I Reddit. Don't talk about like '80s nostalgia. This is like one I don't. I'm not involved in those conversations. I, I have no <laughs> '80s nostalgia, Bill. <laughs> Why do you for going on Reddit? Let's put I that was way. born in 1984. 
are, dude. Well, well, that's one of the famous scenes of, like, movie sure. nudity is her being okay. topless in that movie. Literally only happens for, like, five seconds. But yeah. it's still a big thing because, like, uh-huh. I was sitting there looking up the IMDb last night. Really, she was only 18 when they should. She had just turned 18 when they had filmed that. Yeah. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> Which technically should oh, make it hotter, but makes no. me want to die inside. It's funny you should say that, because the closest I got to Nostalgia this week is that... Um, so my my team at work uses Slack, which is a, a chat program that's really great. Slack? Yeah, it's just okay. it's basically just a chat service, and it's a great... It's really well designed, it's got great mobile integration and all this shit. But they also have these various integrations where you can hook it up to various services. And one of the things you can hook it up to is Giphy, the animated GIF site. So all you need to do on Slack, once you have this integration, set up and you can set it up for if it's you want G, PG, PG-13 or unrated GIFs. Really? Needless to say I have it set up for G-rated GIFs because of it work and uh, I did Giphy integration and so all I do is do backslash Giphy and type a phrase and it'll search that and it'll give you a GIF randomly okay. based on that phrase. It's made my life so much better. My coworker and I just spent all day laughing and gifting at each other and there was an animated <laughs> GIF from cool. you do that, yeah. Clarissa Explains It All got popped in there and I watched the intro to Clarissa, Clarissa Explains explains it all for the first time in 20 years probably and it was fucked up because i remember watching that show and thinking she's so old and so cool and now i look at it like she's like what 13 well how old is the character supposed to be like probably like around that she's like 20 i have no idea no but she was still young she was probably 15 16 okay and it was weird i was just like what no you're you were my elder statesman role model Oh my god! So what was that show on the air? Also, that is a really good intro, by the way, because I remember the music has it's really memorable. Na 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 na. Oh, na, that's na. okay. Sorry, hey, that. cool. <laughs> 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 the intro to Clear Six Ways as well. Okay, anyway, but Annie, uh, okay, your contr- I'm actually putting the Annie's contribution to the show notes. Clarissa <laughs> explains it all. But I realized the intro to that is actually a very clever intro because literally it's her waking up in the morning and interacting with her mom, her dad, her sister, and her best friend. Mm-hmm. And as she interacts with all of them, she's wearing different clothing. And it's like she's trying on these personalities and these aspects yeah. that they are, these relationships she has with them. And then in the end, she dresses like herself. And I was like, that's such a clever little, like, just as a little glimpse of a person. And a it's kind of showing her different of, yeah. facets of her personality. She well, moves and also, like, she's trying, she's trying out hurt things to figure out who she is. So it's like Doctor Who. It's such a cl- you regenerates throughout the day. Don't <laughs> look at your face. Go fuck yourself. No, it's like, how do, uh, what are her anyway, different modes of clothing? Is no, she dressed no, like sports? You're trying to humor me and now I'm no, done no, no, with no, it. No, I'm done with this conversation. Well, I'm it's just a wondering really what herself, intro. what her own clothing oh, looks like her, compared to anything else. It's just her choice of fashion. Oh, okay. It's just okay. a choice of fashion. So, so is that, anyway. that's, but that's not the one where she's a witch. That is Sabrina. Did the that come witch. later? Yes, it did. Is that how it's happening? Which yeah. is funny because the intro of it is very deliberately riffing off of because YouTube generated that next. Like you want to watch Sabrina? Uh, of Sabrina what? Had the, of it? The intro of no of it meaning it being. Oh, that Sabrina I thought you were because we've been talking about Stephen King's at the last. This is true. <laughs> That's like real. Anyway, it's funny because the intro is is kind of riffing. I, I just pictured like the bit. like whoever directed it was also like directed it. Calaris explains it also like we're gonna, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna sneak in some funny shit anyway, here. Anyway, um, so, so that was mine in the So she moment. had a talking cat in Sabrina, but there's also a talking cat in Teen Witch, not Teen Witch. What's the one with the three sexy witches? 
Are they all sexy? No, there's only the one oh, sexy. Oh, you mean the uh, Hocus, Pocus. Uh, Hocus Pocus? There is also See, a talk- It was a good time for talking cats. In the mid 90s, yeah. I know there was like all this talking cat shit, and I got confused well, between there Hocus two. Pocus and yeah. Clarice Explains It All. To be fair, the talking cat does show up in the Sabrina comic, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was just like, oh, there's a zeitgeist of talking I, black cats. Wait, so is that? I just realized is that oh, Sabrina supposed to be. Wait, what? Phil Hartman was the cat in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. What is. Is that a black cat? Yeah. Yeah, just like in Coco's No, but I just realized so is that Sabrina supposed to be the same Sabrina from the Harvey comics? Yeah. Like the Casper? Yeah, that's she Sabrina in the Teenage red outfit? Witch. Uh, you're uh, maybe. I, I never know. realized that. So does like yeah. a dead Casper boy ever show up? Right, uh, Bill. She you're asking talk- me way too many questions. You're assuming I have a much more intimate relationship <laughs> with she, Sabrina the teenager. Does she ever than get a job do. at like a Google equivalent that is run by Richard Rich? She goes to an Archie's concert. Maybe. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, Josie and the Pussycats. And that would wouldn't that not been around the same time Josie and the Pussycats the movie was out? Uh, I think so it they was cross branding. I think it was around the same time anyway. Yeah. 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 That's anyway, why we also talk about Josie and the Pussycats being a good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah, yes. Phil Hartman's guys, two cats stop in his listening life. to this podcast. <laughs> Go watch uh, oh, Singing of the Rain and Josie and the Pussycats. Speaking of cats versus dogs. Yes, Bill. In regards to, I know you're on top of this shit because you yeah. know what you're talking about. Uh huh. Splatfest, cats versus dogs. What? Who's your team? Who are you rooting for? Um, cats always dogs. dogs. That's what I. Think. I have a dog person. So well, there's the Splatoon game that just yeah. came out, and yeah. so uh, Nintendo has announced that they're going to do this thing actually next weekend during your wedding. Mm-hmm. I might be a little bit late. <laughs> uh, so no, so, uh, so for 24 hours, I think starting on Saturday. I don't uh-huh. know if, if it's Saturday night or Saturday morning, but for 24 hours, we're going to hold a special thing where, uh, in the during the course of this week leading up to Saturday, uh-huh. you have to choose a team, cats uh-huh. or dogs. Uh-huh. And on Saturday for 24 hours, every match. Is going to be cats versus dogs. Who's yeah. going to win at the end of a 24 hour period? Nice. And so that is not, there's no other context out there. Are you on cat? Are you going to you have you like an outfit or something? I don't know. I think like all I've already seen people on Twitter being like, team cat, team dog, fuck you, we're going to win. That's good. So it's almost like um, this great like, high school kind of like, yeah, we're going to get you. Dogs rule, cats drool. Yeah, going to point kinda, that out. And it's totally I'm that's kind like, that. You go into Splatoon right now and people are already kind of like making those kinds of messages. You that's know, like, I'm going to dog. Yeah, it's cool. We're gonna beat you with our team dog. That's so I chose cute. team dog, and once you lock, once you choose a team, you're locked into that. You sure. can't change it. So it sounds like the Splatfest is something they're gonna keep on doing in the future with different themed competitions. I'm glad I'm not. But, we don't have Splatoon in our household because that would split our household down the middle. I know because Foley, yeah. Foley's would be team cats. Well, cats are good. Be a very West Side really Story sort of thing. What are you are exactly? I'm a dog, and especially they're not even asking you to think this deeply. They're just saying, <laughs> "Here's a side cats versus dog. Who gives a shit?" But like, yeah, when I was, I had to think about that yesterday. I was like, cats are funny. But yeah, also cats already get too much attention on the internet. <laughs> dogs on the other hand. I'm really glad we're discussing this important Same, issue. Team dogs. So if, if anyone sees Mr. AIDS running around Splatoon next week, you know I'm, I'm repping for team dogs. <laughs> um, Good for you, buddy. Bill, tell me about the Bloodstained Kickstarter. Oh, uh, so Bloodstained, uh, this is just the Kickstarter for the fake Castlevania game made by mm-hmm. the guy who made a whole bunch of uh, mm-hmm. Castlevania games. Mm-hmm. That ended yesterday. They made like a five and a half million dollars. Good for them. The most successful video game Kickstarter ever. Which is hilarious considering that's just technically seed money. I know! They, they were even honest with that. They were saying, yeah, yeah. we're just we're, we're already getting $10 million from someone else if we can show that like there's interest in this product. Yeah. Uh, so, man, I threw down $60 for like a hard copy of the game, and right before I ended it, I was like, oh. 
I'm gonna bump that up to a hundred dollars because you get like mm. like a keychain, you uh-huh. get like, an like trinkets, just extra garbage. Yep. And then I'm like, yep. So I did that. So what else? I have to admit, there was an Indiegogo going on right now for a game called Fantastic Boyfriends, which is actually a Japanese dating sim where you date a bunch of monster men. And one of the tiers is you have to donate two hundred fifty dollars, and they will send you a a mouse pad, but it's one of, you know how there's the mouse pads and it's the ladies, the anime girls tits? Oh, fine shit, yeah. Yeah, but they have that except it's this demon boy's man titties, and I want it so badly, but not $250 sore. So what do the monsters look like? Are they like Frankenstein monsters? No, or just like, like Japanese demon Japanese monsters? Japanese kind of. Uh, oh, okay, so it's sexy guys. Maybe he might have like ram horns on his head or something. Yeah. Well, here I, I think I took a screenshot because I was too delighted by this. Oh, that is great. So are you contributing? You're just not too. Yeah. I, well, I contributed, but yeah, I really it? want. It's like look at. I wish it were at a lower level. Cause look at that. Look at that oh shit. Oh my god, that's actually molded. So this <laughs> yeah. is like a little Oni guy. Yeah. And he really actually does. His, his little titties. The way it's sculpted. So like, yeah, so he's got like, you know, like the man chest pecs. pecs yeah. But they've carved out like, so he yeah. doesn't have like the back, his back muscles rising. Yeah. So he does, does, does look like he's just, just has giant little... red man tits. That's so I feel good. Like I want it so bad. I want it so bad. Can you choose different designs? Like, no. or is that the only one you can get? No. So basically, someone for my wedding, please give me $250. It's not like you would ever actually use it. It would just collect dust. No, it would be in my home mouse pad. I no, can't take it to work. But, you know. Oh, so is, wait. So mouse pad. Wait, you can't actually use it as a mouse pad because if it's lumpy, how are you going to well, use no, it? Well, no, because that's just a wrist rest. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's wrist, so it is just a wrist rest. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what I, I thought. I put the, my wrist the, on the his, titty ones his titties. Are. Oh, that's kind yeah. of nice. Okay. Yes! My little demon monster boyfriend. That's <laughs> actually rest. pretty cute. So is the mouse on his face then? Yes! Uh-huh. uh-huh. You're oh, getting that it. Is hilarious. Anyway, yeah, oh, so we'll give me $250. Another nerds go back. Uh, it's really kind of sad because it's this game is already made. It's in Jap- It's in Japanese, and they're just trying to translate it. But the thing is, is so that it's not this little one team. one person and $10 and a bag of Cheetos? Could... It's, fuck you. <laughs> uh, it's this te- small team, and they don't really know how to give away free copies of the game, like, as a redeeming thing. So, like, all their things are not really, are just, like, things related to the game. You don't get the game. Yeah, it's just ephemera. Yeah. And it's just, like, so they're struggling a little bit to reach their goal. How much like, do they need? guys. Uh, I think they need, like, $15,000. I'm that much. Yeah. Is it an actual official Kickstarter, or is it some it's kind of, like, overseas? It's thing. I mean, it's yeah. a real thing. Well, that's what I'm saying, because most domestic stuff is Kickstarter, whereas Indiegogo tends to handle European, like, yeah. non-US stuff. Yeah. And I never thought about, like, actual Japanese companies, mm-hmm. if, if they would have to use uh, Indiegogo, or if there would already be a Japanese equivalent of Indiegogo or Kickstarter. Well, the whole thing is that they're trying to appeal to Well, that because they're bringing it to the West. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I never, like, I haven't heard of any Japanese Kickstarters yet that are well, I mean, technically, this Bloodstained Kickstarter is Japanese, because the guy, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the dude's Japanese who made all the Castlevania games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, you don't see any homegrown, like, you know, the Japanese game, video game market you don't see anyone. Set for Fantastic Boyfriends. That's pretty cool. Is that that's uh, actually the name of the game too? Yes. Is uh, that the hottest boy available? Or are there hotter? Are there hotter? I boys? didn't really look at it too closely. I was just like, "You're cute. I want you to exist. Here's some money." And then I got a backing update, and they're like, "I want a fucking David boyfriend." Because I'm like, if you're a monster boyfriend, like which ones would be like? 
Because who would want to date, I'm like... not going to talk to you about Monster Boyfriends, Bill. Well, you are way too... You are not even... There's not a sliver of bisexual <laughs> in you. You like Daniel Craig's butt, and that's the extent that's, of that's it. That's yeah, exactly, yeah. So I don't want to have a comment... Let me just say that I have opinions on Monster Boyfriends <laughs> that you do not get to hear. E3 is happening this week. Not even this week. It's happening tonight. Yeah, I don't know, technically. This is the first time I've ever seen E3 essentially start on a Sunday night. Yeah, I'm really excited, because tonight is the Bethesda presser. I, I felt back as, like, my, my friend Joe and he was uh, taking photos of a bunch of brown coat stuff here in town because they were having this like serenity, uh, showing of serenity and stuff, all this like firefly related stuff this weekend. And he's volunteering, uh, doing photos for those guys, and they had like a little ball gala thing last night, and he wanted me to come, and I was like, oh man, I just found out like E3 mm-hmm. Bethesda's press thing is tomorrow night, and I, mm-hmm. there was some like organizational stuff I had to do here at home that mm-hmm. I was going to do last oh that I was going to do tonight but then I found out the E3 is yeah, shit's happening tonight so I had to like bump and everything at back by night it's yeah. like I can't go because tomorrow night I have to stay home and watch the Fallout 4 announcement yeah. so yeah so that's happening I, I bet you were going to see some sort of gameplay I bet you were going to see oh, a big can't. chunk of gameplay they, there's did you see, oh did you see the, the Dishonored 2 thing yeah yeah that was pretty funny so, what's funny is that I got the notification when the stream was live and I was like that's weird because I follow Bethesda on so Twitch so what were they doing so they're just setting they up there was a test thing on the screen and they did not well did they forget to tell everyone like hey guys if you're gonna announce say anything about any announced well, they games were just, don't say anything out loud because well, did you actually hear the audio no I didn't which is weird because no one specifically says Dishonored 2 out loud yeah but they talk about Harvey Smith right yeah. and yeah it's, it's the guys from the Dishonored studio essentially saying we are honored to be here today I'm sure they were doing a wink, test wink. Well, yeah exactly you know, like and, they're, and they're working about some gag like there's supposed to be a French guy in the studio who interrupts the main guy and there's supposed to be some kind of funny stuff there and they're uh. trying to work that out because they're like, well if you like don't jump in here because that sounds bad or anything like that uh but they're they're kind of talking well, they're obviously talking about their dishonor 2 announcement because yeah. it's the guys from that studio yeah and they're talking for a couple minutes and you hear this guy in the background say hey guys uh your, your mic's hot <laughs> and the guy and you hear the one guy go ha 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 very funny and he's like no seriously and he's like what <laughs> and then you hear a bunch of mic bubbling <laughs> As soon as it wrapped up, somebody on the Twitter feed said, Thank you for watching. For more surprises, stay tuned for tomorrow night. So, <laughs> they handled it pretty well. That sucks. That but sucks like, and ended so like a guy. I almost seemed like a sketching of itself, like a ha ha ha, Larry. Yeah. Oh, she had the long beep. Like, I don't know if like, they said so themselves or what, but like, yeah, that was fucking That's hilarious. Two poor guys. Well, then, I really feel bad for them. And then. Bethesda was taking down all the copies of this audio that were being posted. Sure. So they pretty much confirmed that, like, they yeah. were trying to, like, stomp the, like, the audio out. Even though, Oof. like, no one says anything specifically about Sonic sure. 2. Uh, but, yeah, well, they, they, they uh, yeah, how, I, is, is it supposed to be, is it supposed They've to be, like, two hours long? Uh, I think, I can't remember. They They've said it's thing. a worldwide Unless... premiere of Fallout 4. It's gotta be a okay. big gameplay chunk. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so is it gonna be this fall, next fall, or this next spring? I hope it's gonna Should be... Should we gamble on this? Actually put some money I down I have a feeling it's gonna, they're gonna try and make it for Christmas. Yeah. Because they already have the box art out. Which doesn't mean... I mean, they already have box art for Uncharted 4, and that doesn't come out until next fall. Or until next spring. So, I think realistically, it's probably most realistic to think next next spring. Yeah. Q1 at the latest, but I have a feeling it's going to be Q4. I have a feeling they're going to try and hit Black Friday. Oh, I didn't think about that. Because, I mean, just think about it. It's like the biggest push of the year. Yeah, somebody was already talking. There's a game journal talking about how October already seems filled up. And I'm like, with what? Like, this doesn't seem like there's already that stuff announced this year, but, mm-hmm. like, 
Oh yeah, didn't Skyrim come out? Like, yeah, that, that was... They'll probably just do the Skyrim thing. They'll be out like, yeah, just don't reply. I don't know. I just feel like... That's that's your... Feeling. Again, this is Brian Smith, friend of the podcast, said that it always sounds like a prayer. So just, I know, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have this feeling that it's gonna, they're going to try and hit it for Christmas. Oh, man. What do you want for, like, Fallout 4 Special Edition? Oh, you know what? I'll buy it. Whatever Swar- it is. For whatever Annie's garbage. wedding, I bought... Should I tell people what I got? Sure. So for for my wedding, uh, for our registry, we're not... Foley and I have lived in this house for, like, three years. We've been partner. We've been, like, living together for a long time. We have everything we need, so we're just asking people to contribute to our honeymoon. Except for Bill, because Bill was like... Can I get you something? Yeah, because I was like, you can tell me if there's anything you yeah. want. You just, and Annie was like, give me, an, I guess, an Xbox. It's the only console you don't have. Yeah. Uh, because you don't care. Wii's not a real console. <laughs> uh, but then I just realized, I so I put down, they just announced the one terabyte uh, uh, Xbox. supposed to be coming mm-hmm. out this Tuesday. I wonder if tonight they're going to announce, what if they have, like, Fallout 4 themed consoles? Oh, fuck. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, I was. Well, then I will throw your console in the garbage. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, it hasn't shipped yet. I can still no, cancel it. But no, I just no, realized I that could be a thing. You never know. They're, at the very least, they're probably going to be. Want, they're going to have the hundred fifty dollar. Are they going to do the Pip Boy thing again? Yeah, they yeah. The bobblehead. Because I still have my Fallout Three. Well, see, that's the thing. Edition. The obvious things are Nuka Cola, a bobblehead, actually, a glass Nuka Cola bottle would be actually kind of. And uh, I feel like they did that for some sort of press thing. Yeah. And uh, fucking Pip Boy, they've done all those things. Yeah, I kind of so, wonder what else they could do, unless uh, like they're gonna. Have like I mean, you could do it better, you know. So, but yeah. Well, anyway. hopefully that—that's what well, they're talking about tonight, no, and for like November thirteenth. No, I'm gonna see more Fallout tonight. It's gonna be so, so good. Is coming out this E3 that you care about? I'm looking forward to dreams? seeing some Uncharted stuff. Um, because I bet you were gonna see another nice vertical slice of that. I'm hoping that. we're gonna see some, a person who's not Drake. Have they shown any actual action, like in-game footage? From yeah, the game they game? have. Okay. At the Sony event in November or whatever, the non-VGAs, um, they showed a big chunk of footage, but it was really just Drake in an environment. It was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. He wasn't even fighting or anything like that. Well, no, yeah. it was a big fight scene. It was oh, him was navigating it? through the area. Shows I want to see was my friends. I want to see all my friends in the in the street. I do world. like how it's called a thief's end. Just as they happen to show up, like, Drake's brother, who's obviously going to die, and that's going to be the thief who dies in the game. Because they're know. trying to make it sound like this could be Nate, Nathan Drake's last yeah. adventure. Well, yeah, they're not going to kill Every adventure Drake. Nate's like, I'm done with adventure. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like, they can only pull that I, I'm really times. curious to see if this is the last uh, Do you think they say anything but about Last of Us 2 or anything? They may. They uh, may. Neil Druckmann today pointed out, like, I think today, or at least it was, this yeah, weekend, it was two-year two anniversary. anniversary. It's already been two years. I know. That game feels like it came out just barely a year ago. I know. Ago. My heart still hurts thinking about it. Uh, so, <laughs> um, I mean, this... I don't I mean, they, this E3, they this they may just want to like leave totally for like yeah. Uncharted stuff, and next E3 could be Last of Us. But, exactly. Um, yeah. Anything else you're kind of? Like, I have to be honest with you. I'm so excited about uh, Fallout Four. Fallout just Four. But I'm just like, else. okay. Well, there's not much. Like, it sounds like. A, everyone's been already saying, don't expect too much from the, the C3, and so yeah. much stuff is already leaked, yeah. and everyone's kind of wondering if there can be anything major that could be announced that we don't even know about. Even, supposedly, The Last Guardian. Everyone's <laughs> already wrapped up about that, because supposedly The Guardian, well, I think we have this in the, in, uh, the Geek Week News and Review, but The Guardian magazine came out and was like, oh, we have a good authority, The Last Guardian will be shown this year at E3, but then mm. they also came out and said that the new Zelda from Nintendo is supposed to be shown this year, even mm. though Nint- N- Nintendo already came out and said, we're not showing Zelda because that doesn't come out to next year. We're going to sit on that. So who the fuck knows? Yeah. And then everyone, so, and like, the fucking new Suzuki, the guy who made like Shenmue. Yeah. He's actually at E3 right now. Oh, really? Posting photos of like the fucking, uh, the, the fucking, fucking forklifts. Forklift? Yeah. So everyone's like, oh my god, that's <laughs> 
enter into social media no of a text, forklift. No contact. And I was like, Shadow 3, confirm. <laughs> and like, I'm trying to think of anything And it's else. a mobile game. It's a mobile match 3 game. <laughs> I know, exactly, exactly. Um, but I'm trying to even think realistically anything I want. I mean, of course I'd want, like, you know, I'd love a new Mario, new Zelda, new this, well, new that, new that, but like, I, anything the realistically. The only thing want. I would want is a teaser, and it, it could just be a teaser, um, Mass, the next Mass Effect game. Man, and that's got to be... They've been working on that for a while. Yeah. You know what? Okay. This will not happen. Shit. But you know what I would really, really want? Uh, a new Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption 2. they got to be working on that. Per- oh, of course they are. It's just a matter Perfect of how soon they Perfect pipe dream so. with a rad Latina protagonist. That will well, never happen yeah, either. I know. I know. I know. At the At very least, point, you might I can just piss it in the wind. But... Be like you feel like you play as a uh, rad Latina as a skin in the multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which actually, the, I remember the ten seconds we played multiplayer together was, was fucking. Because I can play as a fat guy with a sombrero yeah. like, on the back of a donkey shooting people. Okay. But yeah, Red Dead. That's the thing. There's like games that should be. On deck. Because Red Dead is five years old at this point. Mass Effect, it's been long enough since... You're surprised we haven't heard... I mean, granted, like... I don't know. It could be... Like, this generation has been so slow. It's just been interesting. And again... Everyone's been saying, don't expect too much new stuff, so it yeah. sounds like we should not be expecting this stuff. Yeah. Man, this makes it sound like next E3 should be fucking crazy. Yeah. This year, I'm expecting mostly to be... It's going to be the year Fallout 4, and I'm assuming like it sounds like just a bunch of virtual reality shit. Who gives a fuck? There was another VR platform announced last night. One, oh, some other some software developer announced that they're doing their own VR platform. This is on top of like uh, Oculus, on top of fucking HoloLens, on top yeah. of... Like, there's already like three or four out there. Ugh. It's just like, oh my god, how many more new ones are going to be announced at I'll E3. put it right next to my 3D TV. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Well, that's the thing that, like, everyone, these VR motherfuckers have to realize that, like, it's fine if they all want to come up with their own separate hardware, but some of these games have to be playable on different things. If, yeah. if everyone's going to have their own, like, exclusive software, yeah. then no one's going to buy any of the shit. It's all yep. going to fucking die off. Yeah. And so if everyone's competing directly against each other, that just yeah. guarantees no one's going to buy this VR shit. Yeah. Even Oculus, like, which seems to be the front runner, yeah. is just like, they have announced, they, I guess they had a very kind of shit week. I didn't see the press conference this week, but they did have one, and I saw a lot of people saying they really didn't show anything, and they didn't talk about a software at all. Huh. It was all just hardware, and the only thing they came out and said was like, okay, we, we, this is... I think they came out and said, because they don't want... They, they, even though it's coming out next January, I uh-huh. think, they still haven't put a price tag on the, on the mm. Oculus hardware yet, but they did say it would cost about $1,500 to get a computer with the hardware to also get a computer that would run reliably run the hardware. Fuck this. And so when, when your thing is like, okay, we don't have any software for this, plus minimum $1,500 investment, assuming you don't already have some kind of upgradable sure. gaming computer. Sure. That's... You're putting and the that's wrong not even, fucking All of that forward. is not even the hardware that itself. Exactly, yeah. Well, so it's a lot. To, they said has, including uh, the hardware, but... Has uh, Valve announced any of their 3D stuff yet? No. Uh, not, not, uh, like, not, if it, like, there's been no, like, official dates or prices uh-huh. or anything like that. Yeah. So that's the other, again, that's another platform. Yeah. That's, well, you know, they're going to have exclusive software for that because it's yeah. fucking Valve. But yeah. yeah Interesting. Exactly. That's... They're going to announce Half-Life 3 for it, and then every, the internet is going to burn itself down. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, it yeah. might be the Half-Life 3 is the only thing anyone ever wants to play on that thing. Yeah. Because, like, if everyone's going to be tying, like, exclusive software to their platforms, it's yep. really going to turn to 3D TVs again, where it's, like, all these hardware make- manufacturers really wound up about yep. this stuff, but the consumers are just sitting there going, who gives, who gives a, a shit? Where's the fucking games? Like, yeah, yeah so. Woof, woof. Barf. Uh, friends, on that peppy note, we're going to take a little break, and then we'll be back for the Geek Week in review. Okay. 
Amelie, Amelie, we have to go get back our, we have to get our spoon for my egg dinner. <laughs> Might I say that I'm old-fashioned, très fan ordinaire? That I want a fresh Manhattan with white Anglo-Saxons everywhere? A black Russians, no pink lady, give her the Singapore sling. A Moscow mule is not your baby, so highball the vodka and name your sting. Man, fucking Twitter updated and now uh, there is an ad every 10th tweet. Really? On which, like, the official Twitter actual app? Twitter app. Ugh, Jesus Bullshit. Christ! I haven't seen that on the web, on, on like the actual desktop app yet. Well, I've seen, I'll see a tr- ad like every once in a while, but not this. Frequently. Every time I log into Tumblr, it, the top thing is asks random person that. a question. Who the fuck are these people? I love the one where it was ask FOB a question. I was like, FOB? apparently it's Fallout Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, maybe what? you tweeted too much about Fallout. Have you tumbled too much about Fallout? I guess. Uh, is Fallout Boy even still alive? Apparently, he's on Tumblr. Fucking Fallout Boy. Uh, what the fuck? I had no idea, because I saw... I've seen people complain about, I guess, the threading of responses to tweets now got fucked up again or something like that. Mm, but I don't believe it. Social media bullshit. Everything is garbage. I can't believe you don't know who Phoebe Cates is. I, sh- I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, that movie came out before you were born. But... Yep. Um, do you care about Christopher Lee? Do you care about... No. Dusty Roads. Are we doing this now? No. Well, we can start recording whenever we want to. Well, technically, we haven't been recording, but. Uh, would you like to start sure. the Geek Week in Review? Hey, everybody, it's time for the Geek Week in Review. Just remind y'all, this is a part of our podcast where Bill has notes on the week that was, and I will read them, oftentimes for the first time. So, you don't care about Christopher Lee? I, I mean, I don't hate him. He was an awesome dude. Christopher Lee. But I have no emotional it attachment to Christopher Lee. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Christopher Lee talking like Justin McCoy's Amelie. Yeah, so Bill and I have been riffing, <laughs> by the way, on another podcast because we're awful. Uh, Justin McElroy of the McElroy Brothers of Mabim oh Bam fan had a riff at one point where he did an inexplicable Amelie voice that I does not s- actually sound like Amelie. I never heard of that episode until you linked a YouTube action oh from it where, yeah. I'm Amelie. I'm Amelie. I'm on DVD. Okay, for you. <laughs> Don't look for me on Blu-ray. I'm not on Blu-ray. It's it's a dumb it's a dumb joke. But it's, it's so good. Anyway, we're gonna do our podcast now. Uh, Christopher Lee I'm did pass this week. As Bill notes, he was Dracula, Saruman, the evil king from the last unicorn, Count Pe- Poopy, <laughs> and teller of tall tales. Count uh, Christopher Lee was a badass. Yeah, you can he tell, lived like, a good life. A, a lot of euphemisms for him. No, not euphemisms. When the people memorialized the dead, what's that Eulogy? called? Eulogy? Eulogy! There's been a lot of people who said, he tell, he'd like to tell a lot of stories. It sounded like that motherfucker would talk your ear off about everything. Yeah. Even Ian, Ian McKellen wrote a thing mm-hmm. where he's like, it was you know, very much like Christopher Lee. I liked him. He was a good friend and everything like that. But, like, he, like, he was talking about how Christopher Lee claimed... That on Star Wars, he didn't have a stunt double, that he did all those stones himself. Where he's like backflipping, <laughs> like Sonic the Hedgehog. And like, even, even McKellen's like, yeah, he didn't have to 
to tell people that because it's more about the acting. Yeah. He was a good actor. And yeah. so it was even funny that even Ian McKellen's like, yeah, <laughs> Christopher Lee, your stories may have been a little bullshit. <laughs> but, well, no, supposedly, Christopher Lee, he like was a, a Nazi hunter. His big thing on Lord of the, when he was making Lord of the Rings, like, I guess when Saruman gets push, pushed off the cliff and he gets, like, falls... No, he gets stabbed by Wormtongue, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I guess Peter Jackson was all like, here's how you should sound when you get stabbed in the back. And then Christopher's like, like, it was all like, I know how a man sounds when he's stabbed in the back <laughs> because I've stabbed men in the back when I was a Nazi hunter for World War II. <laughs> I guess you pulled up a chair and would just talked about that for half an hour and they stopped filming and everyone went off to lunch and they let him talk and they come back and turn the lights back on and he's still like and that is how I won World War Two for you Peter welcome to the Boy Honey Podcast where Bill talks shit about Christopher <laughs> Lee Christopher Lee beloved actor yeah, Christopher Lee nice. I like yeah. see how baggy his eyes got at the end it was crazy he looked like he was going his eyes were going far he looks away like I, when I look in the mirror I feel like I see something very similar I want to photo it up of you with Christopher Lee's eyes it's just gonna happen Naturally, in about two years, Bill. Oh, I'm just damn, saying. He was in the Wicker Man. My my eye bags are gonna sag more than my titties pretty soon. <laughs> They're gonna be flopping off the front of my How face. How do you have saggy boobs? How do I have saggy boobs? Yeah. I have 20 pound weights dangling off the front of my chest. How do you think that they, they look like they look so pranky? Bill, are you telling me looks are not like <laughs> everything? I my my tits are not as saggy as it could be, but I have bowling balls in in in, in an elastic bag. So you're just gonna put 20 pound weights on your on your back that are kind there of attached, to, kind of like smooth everything out. It's, yeah, over the shoulder boulder holders. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're talking about so Chris Chris Was he ever like anything you cared about? Not really. Because he did. He was an old guy, and the only thing recently he had made was Lord of the Rings. I never watched any of the Hammer films. Yeah, so he yeah. was a very he was a B actor or mm-hmm. like character not even a character actor but like yeah he never I thought he was like Shakespearean or something too and I guess he wasn't because Ian McKellen's thing was like he should have been on the stage because he loved Laurence Olivier. Mm-hmm. I guess it's my Christopher Bill's Mid-Atlantic. <laughs> this is how both Ian McKellen and Christopher Lee sound. Um, I don't know I guess it's so okay he did. What's your favorite Christopher Lee performance, Bill? Um, I guess when he told a story about how he could stab Nazis <laughs> in the back on the set of Lord Okay, of the I'm going to continue this now. I know, he was just doing stuff. He was just kind of like, he, he looked cool. He's a giant, tall, stick figure that he looked dude. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was mellifluous. Is that what it's called? Yes. Like his voice was the yes. like embodiment of mellifluous. Yes. Like, I, I like you know more than anything else, more than his acting and stuff. Yeah. It was his voice because he did yeah. have a great like. He had there. an astonishing he, voice. There was a movie. I forget which one it is. He's singing the song. Uh, Choose Your Poison, where uh-huh. he's like, Hello, I'm going to give you some booze. Would you like a drink of Black Russian? This is a really good impression. Like, <laughs> like, no, I think Chris really just came into this room <laughs> to embody you for oh, a moment. So I, need to, I need to paint my eyebrows black and still my, get big bags under my eyes. Hold on. Do you have any slugs I can put under my eyes and be like, I'm all Christopher Lee? Continue, bro. He did have tiny eyes. Anyway, so yeah. Anyway, Christopher Lee. Uh, Jack Christopher King. Christopher Tiny Eye Lees. Jack King, the Apollo Countdown die- guy, also Uh Yeah, up. he's famous just for, he was the guy when they sent people to the moon. He was the one saying, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, launch. I'm just saying, a lot of people know that voice because I know he that was that guy. Too, yeah. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes also passed. Okay. Who is Dusty Rhodes? Dusty Rhodes? People keep talking about Dusty Rhodes, and okay. I have no idea who that is. So Christopher Lee, they didn't say how Christopher Lee died, right? 
Christopher Lee insulted <laughs> Apollo. He was he was totally into like the moonshot was make believe, and he said that to Jack King. Jack King stabbed his ass, and this guy Dusty Rhodes got in the middle of the fight. And they just... <laughs> Who is Dusty Rhodes? Dusty Rhodes was a wrestler. Uh, he was a big wrestler. Uh, I knew him in the eighties. He was this big, fat, round, white albino kind of looking guy mm-hmm. who had this like. He talked like a uh, Cajun man. He talked like, I guarantee I will kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at my he, he funny picture. I just did a Google image search of him. Slightly yes. goofy. He, yeah, he was always big and round, had blonde, curly hair. <laughs> That's really he looked picture. really weird. He kind of looked like if Pat Oswald were a wrestler and like made himself round. That's what he would look like. Wow. He was just... You know, one of the most famous things I've seen him in, like on Tumblr, there's a whole thing about how like he starts talking about like the modern man, about how uh, like the upper class is bringing down the, the, like, the, the common man. This is like he was in the middle of like yelling at someone for stealing his WWE. WF belt. Right. When he's like just talking about how everyone's got hard times and because he lost the belt, that makes him just like all the other poor people in the country and just like all the other poor people in the country, he's gonna rise up and reclaim his belt from the rich people who take things from other people. <laughs> he's just kind of a funny weird guy. And one of the things is like all these 80s wrestlers are dropping dead because he had like fucking Ultimate Warrior just died a couple months ago, Randy Macho Man Savage and fucking Hulk Hogan. He had that surgery where he got cut in half and now it's only from like the waist up. <laughs> so... Because he realized his legs were keeping him down. Not that he's even crippled or anything like that, but he thought he could just be sleeker and faster. Just as, like, a half-man. Half-Hogan. <laughs> That's actually... The weird path he went up, though. Anyway, rest I in peace. I didn't know he's in the middle of the ring. But you're gesticulating. Yeah, I'm half-Hogan. With, like, a little jetpack. <laughs> Down on the Hulk copyright, so he can't call himself Hulk Hogan anymore. Mm-hmm. So now he has to be half Hogan. <laughs> His wife hates it. <laughs> Honey, what are you doing? Awful. Um, Mary Ellen Trainer passed. She was okay. She was an actress. Um, she showed up in the background of a whole bunch of '80s movies. Okay, I know her best. She in Back to the Future, the opening credits. There was this whole long shot of penning across all Doc Brown's equipment in Doc Brown's lab. Uh-huh. She's lady on the news talking about how uh, Libyans have stolen plutonium. But she was also... She's a whole bunch of stuff. If you ever uh, Google her, you might recognize her face. Uh, she was actually married to... Uh, um, to uh, what's his face? Her oh, Robert director? Zemeckis. Yeah, Robert Zemeckis. And so she just kind of showed up in the background of a whole bunch of like 80s movies. Hmm. Um, but I just know her from most of the Back to the Future, but she died. Um, on the flip side, what's the next note? Tim Curry's out and about. Bill. He does! Did Bill you see notes the he looks kind of melty, but at least he's alive. He's That's awful. He had a stroke two years ago. So this is the first time he was like accepting some kind of award from somebody. But he's out and about. He's, he's in a wheelchair and stuff like that. He does look, look a little fucked up. Which well, I saw a lot of people talking about that. We'll do that so, well, like, His voice is like super weak and stuff. I am glad he's still alive and kicking at least long enough to get an award and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so. We're guy, our, our Tim thoughts Curry. go Tim Curry. He's an amazing man. Yeah. He's Tell us about the next old, tragedy. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Bill. Um, YouTube Gaming. I missed all of this. So what is YouTube gaming? There's not a lot. All they said that YouTube is essentially coming out with a Twitch Interesting. competitor. Essentially, it makes sense. It's gonna be like it's gonna be a whole separate subsection of YouTube. It's not supposed to be just like oh yeah, we're just like YouTube's gonna start like doing more gaming stuff. That sounds like it's really like its own separate kind of program. I'm sure it would be better to be part of YouTube. But you know yeah. what I mean. It's, it's not just going to be like a new channel. It's smart for them to do some sort of streaming software or something. They're talking about how they want to have streaming where they're going to have like 60 frames per second, mm-hmm. higher resolution than Twitch mm-hmm. offers. 
and all kinds of stuff like that. And I'm assuming, you know, what I'm sure they announced this just a couple days before E3 because I'm sure like Sony yeah. Microsoft will announce like YouTube gaming integration for their consoles, just like they have Twitch. But uh, yeah, just nice to see Twitch has some kind of competition out there because Twitch is like the king mama jama, mm-hmm. and you know all that's any kind of service based stuff could always stand to get better. So it's always nice to see when there's competition, yeah. especially from like big juggernaut like YouTube. Interesting. To see how they, and especially everyone already has YouTube and they, they know yeah. how YouTube. Works. Everybody knows the language of YouTube, a little which is bit. interesting too because I know um, Twitch already has it, so you can kick out videos to YouTube automatically. I yeah. Don't know if they might shut that down because why hmm. would they want to? Like, why would they want cross-platform integration? Well, all? the whole uh, Twitch is more about live. Yeah. Where YouTube is about like the past. Yeah, that's weird. So I wonder if like it sounds like they are going to have like live broadcasts on well, YouTube. Well, technically, now. YouTube does have live broadcasts. Well, well hell, we've done. Yeah. Our, uh, this podcast now we've done like a lot of our episodes have been recorded over YouTube bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it sounds like they're going to try to make that simpler and, and it makes sense because Twitch is so much based on consoles and yeah. stuff too. So it makes sense. Well, because yeah, technically, like I've done some streaming on YouTube before just to try it out yeah. and yeah it's just really cumbersome so i'm curious like to see if they stream? yeah how do you do that well you just do a live stream on youtube and then you just kick out your tv your your screen as an output see i have no idea i had to, to get a software to do that yeah, that's what I'm saying, thing, but, uh, so. hopefully this would you wouldn't even have to do that you could just like click a button on a console and say well just Very like nice. twitch with the playstation 4 you click a button you're already automatically broadcasting to twitch yeah and I kind of want, hopefully this should make it really easy to archive old videos and yeah. stuff like that uh especially with twitch getting really weird about um like, if any kind of copyrighted music shows up, I wonder if, like... Well, YouTube how... is even worse at that shit. See, are my they? first thought is, yeah, YouTube... Oh, are you kidding? I can't remember. You, I've had my videos been shut Oh, is down. that what it is? I think it's when Twitch videos kick out to YouTube. Yeah. I think that's when the shit gets... That's what it is. And also with all the, um... Uh, what vid- what What videos you can even stream and, like, all that stuff. Monetizing video game footage. Yeah. It's, you know, there's that's a lot of stuff. too, because they're having this, but Nintendo... Like, Nintendo has already mm-hmm. been working with YouTube to kind of m- more monetize, like, people, like, making videos about YouTube stuff. So I wonder if this is going to, like, somehow bump into, like, what Nintendo's doing, has been doing with people. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Because, yeah, Nintendo's already had its, like, own, like, profit-sharing yeah. thing. Mini kerfuffle. And, yeah. And so, yeah, this may kind of supersede that a little bit. Oh, well, I'm sure within the next year or two we're going to hear more details about that. But that it exactly. exists. YouTube gaming is a thing that exists. Mega Man Collection, being put together by Frank Cifaldi's company? Yeah, so uh, everyone assumed... uh, It sounds like... Kind of like how Konami seems to be leaving the video game market. Seems Uh like Capcom's kind of essentially doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Well, not leaving the whole market, but like kind of ceasing console development in favor of mobile stuff. It seems like Capcom's kind of going the same way, and uh, they haven't made any Mega Man stuff in a while. The last Mega Man stuff they had a couple years ago, they canceled... And so it seemed like the, like the Mega Man uh, whole thing was going dormant. But they announced this week that uh, uh, Capcom is not putting out a new Mega Man collection by itself, but it has commissioned this other company uh, headed up by Frank Cifaldi and a couple other uh, gaming retro enthusiasts hmm. to essentially assemble an, an old 8-bit Mega Man collection for Capcom that they're going to release. And, it's kind uh, of an interesting precedent. Especially since they're going to, like, gaming, like, retro gaming enthusiasts, too. Not just, like, some kind of mm. randos, but, like, going to guys who are, like, gaming historians. Yeah. And so, no specifics or price or, like, platform for this stuff. But, like, Frank Stefaldi and his guys have come out and said, yeah, we're going to try to put as much, like, bonus material in there, making of material as we can. So, huh. it's not just the games. It's supposed to be, like, the like the first 8-bit, like, Nintendo uh, Mega Man games. Mm-hmm. And they, specifically, they were talking about how they're going to try to make the games, like, offer uh, versions of the games that look, like, as much as they did like a CRT on, on a CRT as possible, uh-uh. which is funny because then they started getting uh, um, emulator enthusiasts online getting pissed off at them because uh, I guess they 
Frank Cifaldi put up a couple screenshots of what they want the games to look like running mm-hmm. in this collection. And people were like, oh, this doesn't look like how the emulators look like. It's less sharp than the emulators. Right. Yeah. And Frank Cifaldi came out and said, well, this we're not trying to make it look like what emulators look like. Exactly. We're trying to make it look what it looked like on old 80s TV. And yeah. specifically... Uh, the emulators were talking about like the, the 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 pixels weren't quite as sharp as they would be on a normal like modern day computer right. emulator. Yeah, and the pixels also weren't square. Yeah, they're rounded. Yeah, and uh, Frank Cifaldi pointed out that like uh, on old uh, on old CRTs, uh, mm-hmm. game developers, um, I guess the resolution on old old CRTs like the 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 wide resolution was mm-hmm. longer than it was tall. So pixels came out. Even square pixels came out. Uh, hmm. Long, like, kind of became More distorted. Rectangular so yeah, so I guess uh, um, people making uh, pixel art for old games, they had they took that into consideration. So the pixels were kind of like shaped differently than you would think. Huh. But emulators just kick out that raw data. Yeah. Without processing that to kind of make the because like it, it like it, he's he's just trying to make it look more like old like games. the original. Well, yeah. how you remember it looking? How it was intended. Emula- yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so yeah, so he's like getting into into fights with people on Twitter about. <clears throat> it doesn't look as good as the emulation. He's like, no, no, that's the point. Yeah, but it's uh, so that's actually like just a kind of weird thing, especially for a company that, like I said, kind of seems like it's leaving kind of gaming in general to actually, um, actually get these are the best people po- possible people probably you could get be to, to mm-hmm. be working on a project like this. Hmm. I don't know, just kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, it is a strange. Hopefully, move. this is as more companies kind of start getting out of gaming, but still have franchises that can still make the money. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they. They'll take Capcom. Hopefully, this project com- actually does come out. Who knows? It could be canceled or something like that. Hopefully, it does come out. Hopefully, it is good. And hopefully, it'll show other companies that, like, you know, Con- Konami, like, it's essentially even the console market, essentially. Yeah. Like, hey, if you wanted to put out old NES Castlevania games, yeah. you, there is at least still some kind of a market for it. And if you yeah. put it in the right people's hands, yeah. you could still keep these old franchises alive, at least for the old fans. Yeah. So you're not just, like, pirating it and, you know, like, yeah. uh, and emulating all this stuff. I don't know. So, well, it'll be interesting to see That's what the future of that stuff is. You know? Huh. Mirror's Edge Catalyst, not a sequel, but a re-evaluation of the franchise. Yeah, that's all they announced again. Something else you think would have been a perfect E3 announcement. Are they not going to show it? Ubisoft it is a big like they thing, announced, right? It sounds like they will show more of it at E3, but yeah. again, it's weird that the, they're like, yeah, we could have show, we could have debuted this at E3, but we're going to talk about it like two days before E3. Interesting. Well, I think you kind of, like, E3 is such a glut of information. Yeah, that seems to be, so everyone's trying to, like... They're trying to, like, seed interest a little bit? Yeah, they're bit. trying to pick a day before E3 so that, like, they can kind of, like, hog the news cycle at mm-hmm. least for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Rather than, you know, if you just announce it for the first time at E3, it just, just kind of gets lost and everything else. Yeah. But hence, that's, cause that's why everyone was like, why the hell are they announcing Fallout 4? I mean, they're going to have a press conference in four days. Why don't they just yeah. wait till then? And it makes sense that they could, like, stretch this out and get more attention yeah. than anything as possible. Yeah. But specifically, no details other than, like, they had, like, a little bit of cover art, a little picture of, of Faith, which people are already upset because Faith doesn't look hot enough. <laughs> Fucking Christ. And it is alarming because he is saying it's not a sequel but a reimagining or whatever the hell, reevaluation. And it, it co- kind of quote unquote like that. That's because I mean it's, it's it's Mirror's Edge with guns now. It's got to be. No. I don't know what else. Everyone hated the guns. I know. That's how the worst part. So I'm assuming this is just me, a first person shooter where you can sometimes run out the walls. That's mm. why I'm assuming Mirror's Edge too. Because especially because they're like they're trying to distance themselves from the original game as much as possible. Saying, this is a reimagining. Here. So who huh. the fuck knows what that means? But Mirror's Edge. Did you like the first Mirror's 
I at the time I it gave me vertigo. Yeah. I keep meaning to go back. That's, I hope they at least try to keep. Which is funny because the thing that gave you vertigo is the thing I like the best. Like well, yeah. weird. Well, at motion. the time I wasn't um, very good at uh, first person at all, yeah. and since then I've gotten much better. So that game did come out like five six years ago. Yeah. That is an old game. Um, yeah, that would be interesting to see how much. Um, well, granted, even if you weren't. Even for people who were like really into first-person shooters, the head bobbing and the body mm-hmm. body motion in that game was so unique that even yeah. for old veterans of that shit, that kind of freaked them out a little bit. Um, okay, I'm glad they didn't give her tig old bitties. No, 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 no. She still just looks like an Asian lady running around a city. That's the thing. But like uh, people were expecting tig well, old bitties. People were upset about uh, Faith the first time that she wasn't. Yeah, high. yeah. And, like, no, she's, like, a 98-pound Asian woman who runs a wall. She's not going to have, like, fucking J-cups. H-cups and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, so. Video games. Um, uh. Oh, do you think, actually, if you have a sling, boob sling, you can, like, curl yourself up. Especially <laughs> if, if you have giant tits and the rest of you is super tiny. Yes. Like, you know, just, all those parkour artists who use a weight <laughs> for their like parkour builders. Uh, fuck uh. you. Did you see that Lego is coming out with Angry Birds Lego? I couldn't click on the link. It made me too sad. No, you know what the news of this week is? Star Trek Mega Blocks. Star Trek Mega... Are you making a joke? No, it's serious. That was the big thing on the Star Trek Reddit this week. Star Trek Mega Blocks, which shows you just like how like B, oh, B-tier Star Trek is. Mega Blocks are just like... Cool. Mega, I don't know if Mega Blocks still existed. Yeah, well, they had Call of Duty Mega Blocks. How does Activision not get... Well, well no, because Lego all, has a like thing about... Stuff like yeah, that. guns. Okay, I was going to say. That's why I'm surprised. Like, the cowboy stuff and the pirate stuff, because those all have guns. It is weird, because on the Star Trek uh, Mega Block stuff, Uhura is topless in all of them. <laughs> um, I think that's the only reason they had to go with Mega, Mega Block. Blocks. But it's funny that, like, yeah, you know you're real if you're getting Lego shit. But so, wait, what the hell did you just... Oh, there's uh, Angry Birds Lego. I see that. Did they I didn't click on the. Like? I did not click on the link. Because I'm at this weird point with Lego where their Lego is officially not making anything for me anymore. Because Chima is now dead. Uh, this kind of I haven't made any yeah. West stuff any in a while. I may. This may be. I mean, obviously, the whole point of Lego is you can make whatever you want. But Do I'm at the point now where I don't give a shit about any Lego. You're telling me you don't want to build like a new Force Awakens Stormtrooper out of Legos <laughs> that looks really weird and like, like limbs to scale, all, like monster. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's fucking horrible. exactly. Uh, anyway, so wait, what? Wouldn't Angry Birds Lego just be little red bricks with like little decals of their eyes just that you just throw into whatever pre-existing Probably. Lego sets you already have? Probably. Except they'd have to be weighted so they can like knock things apart. Not necessarily. Yeah, no, actually, a big heavy metal Lego that you just whip at stuff. <laughs> That'd be kind of great. <laughs> actually, kind of it would almost be like boom blocks, but real life. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, actually, if you could turn Lego into like an actual physical game. Well, yeah, there have been some attempts to do that, and they've all fallen flat. So, like, with whatever little house kit that you have to destroy, that comes with, like... I just Would they not have studs? For you, I googled uh, Angry Birds Hmm. Lego. Uh, Oh, they apparently they just signed the deal. Oh, okay. Which would probably be a year. Man, who's gonna... I, I can't I'm believe that Romeo say, is still farming out Angry Birds. I was going to say, like, if it's going to take him a year, to, if they just signed the deal, it's probably going to take him at least a year to knock out Angry Birds. Uh, I'm like, who it's gives a fuck to time with the spring 2016 release of the feature-length Angry Birds movie. What? Uh, we are excited to bring Angry Birds to life in Lego form, given the popularity of the game and its characters of fans of all ages. You know what? I didn't think anyone cared about Angry Birds anymore until JoJo, uh, my friend Joshin, he just got a... Uh, a happy anniversary card from his like six year old nephew mm-hmm. who drew the like the most like he drew this very cute like 
It was one of the pigs from Angry Birds. Yeah. For some reason, he thought that was like the perfect art for a card for Happy Anniversary. <laughs> like, Uncle Jojo, Happy Anniversary, I draw you pig from Angry Birds. That's Angry adorable. Pig. So I guess it's still, you know. And supposedly, um, the game he's playing is not actually Angry Birds, but it's there's some kind of like construction game okay. with Angry Birds that's kind of themed where Interesting. you're building like machines and stuff. It almost sounds like, um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is, but yeah, it's not just normal. I mean, granted, they have Angry Birds, Star Wars, and all these other things, yeah. but like, it's weird that there's a whole universe no, of Angry cool. Birds games. Angry Birds. Wait, so. wait. Oh, oh did you see the Wally Lego set that got announced this week? Well, I oh, saw. Oh, they the, showed it. It was the, um, one of the fucking, not Lego Dreams, uh, Lego Ideas projects. Yeah, they actually look pretty cute. Yeah, yeah. the original looked really good. It's only $40, too. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, wow, it's only... Well, actually, it's pretty small. It's, like, something you put on your desk. It's yeah. like a big, huge, like, yeah. life-size wall or anything like that. But it's pretty bad when, like, something for, for Lego comes out and you're like, it's only $40. Only $40. I, that's only, like, five Amiibo. That's only one-twentieth of a Millennium Falcon. Oculus hosted an underwhelming press conference this week in which they announced Xbox controllers will work with the headset and it'll probably cost around $1,500 by a computer yeah. capable of running Oculus and a headset. That's the one thing. I would, like, they really trump the fact that Xbox controllers would be capable be compatible with the headset. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, that's not like, who cares about the controller? And ideally, you wouldn't have to use a controller to play yeah. that. You'd be like, do some kind of virtual reality, use your hands, as yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And don't oh, you see the other thing? Because I guess now Oculus is in a partnership with Microsoft. They're, they're big, again, they didn't show any specific software for Oculus. What mm-hmm. they did show is you can play, I think, any Xbox One game mm-hmm. on a wall inside Oculus. It creates a virtual <laughs> wall that projects the image. Who gives a shit? This is like the v leading VR platform putting their best review and saying, shit. this is what you want. You want to spend $1,500 to sit in a virtual chair, <laughs> like the chair they're sitting in real life. Instead of playing it on your TV, you know what would be really on... good? You know, you know those portable devices y'all are so excited about? It? Imagine one that's not portable. Oh, exactly. <laughs> this sounds like the virtual boy. Oh, boy. So it's like really in like the whole wow. part of virtual reality is supposed to be stripped immersive. Away. You're supposed yeah. to be immersive. Not adding another layer just yeah. to do what you do, like you've been doing your whole yeah. life is sitting in a chair playing a game on a screen. Wow. And I guess I guess they were like, well, this could be a really big screen. Yeah. Like, why is it screen? Wasn't just not a flat image like just like filling up your whole like, yeah. like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like and that may be essentially what it is but they it just came out wrong i know yeah, well that's i get like, i'm sure we'll hear more about this this week week but like yeah again like having woof. this whole mini conference before e3 everyone's like that is not no what shit. who wants this Essentially, you're saying just give us fifteen hundred dollars just because who wants we can't VR? even come up with reasons yeah it's like call me when it's a holodeck and i could have tom hardy a brace of tom hardy's uh massage my giblets <laughs> Exactly, then. Yeah. Until then, don't fucking bother. Oh, did you see Tom Hardy? Uh, uh, the the stunt doubles for Tom Hardy and Furiosa. Yeah, they're married. They found a love. Yeah. Got, they got married inside the war rig. They had their honeymoon on the war the Guardian claims the last <laughs> Guardian will be unveiled again at E3. They oh. also claim that Zelda, Nintendo will be showing up Zelda, as we discussed before. John Williams isn't conducting the Episode 7 score, presumably due to back issues. Yeah, he got back problems. Poor guy. I guess, well, they point out that he did not actually, he, because he's always written his own music, and he's almost, oh, I thought he's always conducted it. They pointed out he did not conduct the score for, like, the second Harry Potter movie. There's mm-hmm. been a couple things he didn't conduct, con- did not conduct. Mm-hmm. But normally that I never understood why that mattered. Cause who gives you write the fucking music, 
who gives a shit who conducts it then? But I guess it does like very like there's like very yeah. subtle like tempo changes exactly, and stuff like yeah. depends on the conductor. It's like the final tweaking. Yeah, especially yeah. if you wrote it. Mm-hmm. You, you want that person conducting because yeah. they know the material more than anyone else. And I was like, oh, yeah, I thought that did sound bullshit. That fucking shit. <laughs> I saw that. I thought that sounded fake. Now feel retroactive. Yeah, no, like, like, fuck that music. <laughs> so now I'm like, oh, this ain't real Star Wars music in this goddamn Star Wars movie. What the fuck is this shit? And so they're like, oh, yeah, here's this guy who's actually conducted a lot of John Williams scores instead. So this after talking about how, oh, my God, the new music in this trailer it sounds so good. Now I'm like, oh, now I thought I sound bullshit. Yeah. Well. So. But yes, yeah, oh man, I didn't know this. Pixar replaced the entire cast of the Good Dinosaur. This is after they replaced the fucking the the writer and director too. Uh, Francis McDormand, Neil Patrick Harris, and Bill Hader were swapped for Jeffrey Wright, Anna Paquin, and my boy Sam Elliott. Yeah, which is weird because I had no idea that movie comes out this fall. I was gonna it's say it's their Thanksgiving movie. Which, friend, I'm sure they didn't make this decision yesterday, and they're like, "Hey, everyone, we gotta get back in the studio and redo this whole movie." But still, that's the first time Pixar's ever pretty much. Re- replaced both uh, behind the scenes and in front of the mics like the entire sh- uh, well shebang. yeah because I feel like the voices are kind of intrinsic to yeah exactly like so I'm presuming the that like are. so I'm assuming like I'm, I mean oh, are they filming it like they did the Superman series or they just show <laughs> the or like a fucking dub in an anime or you just yeah, show so the I'm footage yeah so how much because you think they would at least have the characters design and stuff like this and well, actually some of the footage a rendered. huge amount of rigging yeah it's yeah, all been so, done so they're so, just going back and re-lip syncing yeah and shit that's gotta really change the Sam Elliott right now is on a sound stage in fucking Pasadena going <laughs> Oh God! I'm just. I have to do this again. <laughs> my lip sync's just a little bit. Okay. Oh, Sammy. I'm a dinosaur. I'm a uh, Bill notes in all caps. Light up Lego brick Kickstarter. Tell me about this. So this, this is pretty off. cool. I found this on Kickstarter and I backed it. I highly recommend y'all do too. Um, there are LED systems that you can use to um, make your Lego light up, but they're all they all require some degree of wiring and electrical capacity. Lego does also itself have um, some light-up bricks. But this is really interesting because um, uh, this Kickstarter is for a system that is... um, uh, uh, You just plug it into the wall and uh, it's cool because you build, like, they're actual bricks that are LEGO-compatible bricks and you can stack them in such a way and then put a terminus of your light source and have light-up bricks. Yeah. And they're going to do it with all sorts of different Kelvins, so you can get different color temperatures. I saw... I think they're offering both uh, versions that plug into the wall versus run-on battery packs. Mm-hmm. And I saw it's interesting because the light bricks are only, like, one-by-one one little Lego bricks, right? right? yeah. And, but, like, the, the electricity that conducts to them it's interesting mm-hmm. because uh you like uh depending on which kit you get from this uh kickstarter mm-hmm. uh like you have like like three or four actual bricks that light up and they mm-hmm. also come with bridge bricks mm-hmm. that actually like carry the charge from brick to brick it's very interesting so as long as your light source brick is touching one of the conduit bricks yeah it'll light up it doesn't matter how, how many you do because leds require very little power to light up the only thing is that but i think they're only offering like black ones now or something well like you're that. part of the process is you get to vote on what color the, yeah. um, the conduit bricks. So if these bricks are going to be exposed, you hope they're going to be at least roughly match whatever set you're putting them into. Well, looking at this, I'm like, oh, well, I'll just make that part of the infrastructure. Exactly. You know? Well, and one of the examples they showed was somebody who had taken the Lego Quickie Mart and actually put a mm-hmm. bunch of lights into... Uh, this is funny because I was just saying with the Lego Quickie Mart two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, I wish I could put lights inside the coolers. Yeah, and That's yeah. exactly what they did. Yeah. And so they made the infrastructure of like the connected blocks that mm-hmm. are... They're all black Lego 
bricks, except mm-hmm. for the ones that light up are clear. But yeah. all the connecting, like like the conductive bricks, are yeah. all, like in built into the walls and stuff. So you just see the light coming in through the the the, the cooler glass. Yeah. But, like you don't see like the the yeah, the details of it. Like so yeah. like really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm I'm excited about this. So I, I highly recommend it. It's called Build Upons. Again, is the Kickstarter name. But if you're not getting into Lego, if you're not, if you are like us, ape shit about Lego. As of this recording, Woo! they're uh, twenty eight point seven thousand away from their thirty thousand goal with eleven days to go. So, so they've only made two thousand dollars. No, twenty eight point seven k. Oh, so they okay, made twenty eight. Okay, so close there. Okay, uh, yeah. seven hundred twenty five dollars. Um, wait, so would you even need this? Because like, would you want artificial light in Benton? Yeah. Well, okay. if they, I'm gonna get one of the get a yellow light, so it'll be like a lamp light or a torch. Could you not just take matches and light them up? I'm just like <laughs> with plastic, that can't possibly them. go wrong. Well, as long you know. Uh huh. Like it doesn't like get too you know, close. You know to who plastic. doesn't love the smell of burning petroleum based plastics? Man, when I was getting when I did battle damage to my like Star Wars models, <laughs> man. Some special Oof. smells? Yeah, some special smells. Oof. Uh two Bob's Burgers writers, Lizzie and Wendy Molyneux, are writing a lady jump street movie. <laughs> I typed that randomly. I love the idea of calling the lady twenty one jump street movie Lady Jump Street. Well, Broad City writers are writing another, presumably in some kind of script bake off. Yeah. Well, I didn't know they were being set up. Cr- I thought they were each working other? on the same script together, but no, it sounds like they're writing a separate script and the studio's gonna decide which one they like better. Huh, that's kind of shitty. I well, yeah, they do that in Hollywood, but it's weird, especially well, especially two such talented welcome teams. To the big time ladies, this is equality. Yeah, you get to participate in shitty script bake offs in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, now you have women versus women. So I can't. This is it. <laughs> Whatever. This is the face of equality. I think Wendy Molyneux is the Bobsbury writer who did the uh, fundraiser for children pediatric cancer fighting pediatric cancer, where she had to go see the entourage movie. Did you hear about this? No. She basically did a indie that she said, if you raise, if you pay $10,000, I will give all the $10,000 movie, and then I will have to go see the shitty Entourage movie. Oh, yeah. She wound up raising $30,000, so she had to go see the movie four times. Oh my god. And she's like, this is like dying. That's pretty Poor cute. Kid. So, yeah. anyway, um, either way, I hope that whatever script any of those crews write actually makes it to the no screen, matter who because wins, we, we all wins. win. That's yeah. right. Before the studio destroys it. Um, because those ladies are funny, and those Joe Street movies are, fa- are funny. I They're know. funny. It's so weird that this shit. is the whole idea that, like, we have to have separate women movies. I like the of idea we can't, we, do, we can't combine men and women. Do you have the news? Yes, you do have yeah, the news. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm not gonna... Um, anyway, okay. Uh, Back to the Future will be shown on June 30th at the Hollywood Bowl with 20 minutes of new music conducted by Alan Silvestri. Conducted, so you know it's going to sound legit. Alex <laughs> John Williams bullshit that's Poor going on shit. with new Star Wars. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's weird. So, I guess... Alan Silvestri has written 20 minutes of new music for Back to the Future that wasn't there before. Just for before. funzos. So I think what happens every time someone talks, there's like this, like, <laughs> mimicking, like, that and that and that like, music in the background. <laughs> they actually replaced uh, Michael J. Fox's voice the whole thing. He's, <laughs> Thank God. It's <laughs> just timpani instead. That's it. Oh, oh boy. Uh, yeah. That's all I got to say about How that. How was the next thing not the Thor thing? The Force Awakens. I'm going in order that you put it in, motherfucker. You fucked shit. it up. There's a flow I had the Mine. Force Awakens will have a new trailer at Comic-Con. That's pretty Everyone's exciting. surprised that they're going to have Force Awakens shit at Comic-Con? This is news! And they're like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they're not Star Wars? There's a new Star Wars movie coming out in six months! I guarantee you that all the swag is going to be Star Wars bags, and the badges it's, are going to yeah, be Star exactly. Wars. They're going like, to Every woman who walks on the show floor is going to have to put her hair in buns. Get, and, you're, and every man has to get a... a, 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 a Stormtrooper face tattoo. Or something exactly. Yeah. Like, what do you think? What the fuck? Well, the, the, I guess the big thing is people weren't necessarily knowing if there was sure. going to be an actual new trailer or yeah. not. But, like, I don't know. 
love to. They've shown enough, like. Yeah, I don't want to. You know. Yeah, I don't want to trailer. They already have two trailers, and like, yeah, everyone's gonna go see Star Wars. And like, yeah, you're wasting your time. Fucking Marvel, fucking. Wait, who? Who? That's not Marvel. It's fucking Disney. Yeah. Let's calm down. We all want to see it. <laughs> fucking. This is where you pick the shit that people aren't gonna go see. Go pick fucking Pirates of the Caribbean five, man. <laughs> fucking. So everyone's gonna go see Star Wars. So okay. What? You gonna chase good money after bad? No, they're gonna yeah, go. They're gonna double down on their big bets. Why are they? Why do they have the thing? Why do they just have like? We'll pay you to go see Tomorrowland, please. <laughs> Please. Do you see that they're gonna write off something like a hundred and seventy million dollar loss on yeah, Tomorrowland? I didn't realize that movie got fucked. I know yeah. it wasn't popular, but like they're, they're well, apparently it made back its budget, but not its marketing budget. Yeah, which was like a hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, it's already up there. They said officially with like John Carter of Mars yeah. and the fucking the Lone Black, Ranger movie. Yeah, the, and the it's Black already up there with like man, Brad, yeah. fuck up, man. That movie was bad. <laughs> that was even bad. It's just there's no Tomorrowland. <laughs> Ghostbusters receptionist. This was the best news this week. Is this this thing being... Ah, I'm going to be the sexy guy in your comedy. Did you see the trailers for the National Lampoon's Vacation movie that's coming out? Where he's just walking around with a giant dick? That's the gag. Okay. The gag is that Chris Hemsworth has a large cock? Yeah, so they have to stay with Chris... I guess Chris Hemsworth is like a relative of the family, and so the family has to go stay with Chris Hemsworth and his family overnight somewhere. So Chris Hemsworth is walking around totally naked except for shorts. Except the shorts are just filled with boa anaconda dick! <laughs> he's like walking around lifting his leg up saying, yeah, I'm gonna tell you about the time I did this and his dick's barely hanging out and that's the whole joke and it's like half the trailer. Oh. It's like, Chris Hemsworth has a penis as like big as a small child. And so I guess that and maybe, I don't know if, well, they're not gonna have the He's not going to be having the same dick in Ghostbusters. His dick like is haunted. The That's but the whole s- joke of Ghostbusters. Like the, the sexy secretary in Lady Ghostbusters is going to be Chris Hemsworth. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like to still just call him Janine. Yeah, why not? Or something like that, yeah. uh, Amazon's Don Quixote. Oh, I forgot about this. Uh, I guess Amazon, I don't know if it's official, but they're talking to Terry Gilliam about Seriously? finally financing his goddamn Don Quixote movie. Wow. Which Have you seen Zero Theorem yet? The no. last... I couldn't bring myself to see it. Even though I love... I mean, Terry Gilliam, even his mistakes are usually interesting. And I love... Uh, what's his name? Christoph Waltz. That, I saw oh, the trailer. Waltz, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I saw the trailer. I saw the trailer. I'm like, you could not pay me enough money to go Did see you... that movie. Yeah, I think the last Terry Gilliam thing I saw was the Man of Le Mans, or the documentary about that movie family. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think of the last Terry Gilliam, new Terry, because I never Probably saw Probably the last Terry Gilliam movie Parnosis. I saw was uh, fucking Brothers Grimm. Oh, and I never saw that, and you yeah. said that was pretty... It was, I remember, we it talked was about that time. on the podcast. No, it was pre. It was before I moved here, dude. Was it? Yeah. Ugh. We didn't talk about it on the podcast, but... Uh, yeah, Heath Ledger in Spectacles and those sideburns, and Good I was times. so mad it was awful because I would fuck Heath Ledger in that form all day and all night. Oh, you can make your witcher look like that. <laughs> but yeah, Terry Gilliam, I feel bad, but like, yeah. He hasn't yeah. made a movie I've liked since... Like, he was in... Fucking... Have you seen Jupiter Ascending yet? Wait, who is in Jupiter? Terry Gilliam. Have you seen Sense8 yet? No. I want to see it. Because everyone's hearing strong reactions. Oh, it's just like everything else where everyone's like, this is terrible. This is awesome. Sometimes in the same review. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, do you care about Orange and New Black coming back? Uh, uh, I mean, I'll watch it at I some watched, point. I like, watched the first episode last night. Yeah, uh, more, more, I heard more. I heard the reviews have been kind of been, eh. They brought back fucking 
Yeah. So it's like, out. you have issues with Alex. not know that this is at least, like, the lesbian Alex Piper shit is like, they're doubling down on it. And I'm yeah. like, my God, no. Yeah. Anything but Piper's fucking Well, by it herself. was kind of the heart of the first season. Yeah, but then, like, the, and the And it was the awkward ended. to have it removed, but the show still worked without it. But then, to be out, once they prove that the show works... Without it, they bring it back, yeah. and it's like, oh my god, more of rich white people. Just, no, stop! Yep. Hey, you got more interesting characters? Oh, Bill. Yeah. Uh, Hateful Eight's gonna get a 70mm release at Christmas, and then a wide release on January 8th. Man, that's the other thing. Fuck, I'm gonna be in Texas! Because you know the Hollywood is gonna get it, because they have a 70mm projector. Uh, Fuck! You're, you're gonna be, I'm so mad. You're gonna be in Fort Worth. Yeah. Is that close to Austin? Because you go to... No. They have the fucking... It's like four miles away. Or four, four miles. Four hours away. Um, take Maybe a day five. off. Yeah. <laughs> take a day off for my mother's birthday at Christmas. Oh, that's right. Because you're because no, <laughs> from yeah. fucking Christmas, <laughs> the first Christmas I've spent in Texas in ten years. Yeah, I'll take. Are you taking off. Foley or is it just gonna be? Oh you? yeah. Yeah, That'd be kind of sad the first Christmas after you get married. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I'm going away. Bye. I'll be back in two weeks. I'm out. No, but that's kind of cool. That's anyway. Yeah, you're you're screwed. Man, that's the other thing because like I've seen a couple photos from that production, and the 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 one chicky in the whole cast is Jennifer Jason Lee, mm-hmm. who is the main feet. Like, essentially, she's the main character. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, which is funny because she's like. She's like fucking a baby duckling in that movie. <laughs> she's fucking she a baby duckling. Super huh? badass in this because she looks yeah. all roughed up and fucked she's up. She's a in Tarantino. This movie. I've always liked Jennifer Jason Lee. She's yeah. great. She's a fucking hot sucker proxy. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. Yeah. Watching Fast Times Right Ridgemont High for the first time after like watching the hot sucker proxy a whole bunch. Yeah. And she, she gets fucking naked, which is especially weird. She's, <laughs> she was like 18 when they filmed that. She's playing a 15 year old. Gets naked like twice in the movie. Oh, Bill. And then, like, I'm like, oh, no. Welcome to the Boy Hattie Podcast where Bill discusses all the nudity and fast times at Ridgemont High. There's only two bits of it. And that's Phoebe Cates and Jennifer Jason Lee. Both of them both both. That's what I'm saying. They're both, like, they both appeal to, like, different parts of my brain. And it's just like, man. I'm wondering if Bill was a heterosexual man. I don't know. Like, you guys. Ah! Oh, oh so yeah, boy. But, yeah. Uh, the 2015 Nintendo World Championships will be held shortly after we record. That's why I'm gonna throw Annie out of my house like fucking Fred Flintstone kicking that cat out. So I gotta go watch. I don't know. I'm assuming they're gonna be broadcasting uh, this shit on live. I don't know. Yeah. It's Nintendo. But again, as far as the E3 stuff happening starting on Sunday as opposed to Monday, yeah, they're gonna be broadcasting the, the, the new... Everyone's already kind of hoping they're gonna secretly announce Super Mario Bros. 4. Yeah. Kind of like how like they first showed sneak footage of Super Mario Bros. 3 and the Wizard yeah. at the last, like, you know... They'll, they'll show a lot of Mario Maker. Yeah, well, yeah, that's half the reason for doing this. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be mostly Splatoon and, and Mario Maker. Yeah, Plus, exactly. Okay, we're going to make you guys play old uh, Tetris. It's all Animal like Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the first person who gets to pay back their fucking mortgage. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, because everyone's probably all keyed up thinking, okay, if it's gonna be action game stuff, I gotta get uh-huh. me a thumbs warmed up. And I'm like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> I didn't not expect animal. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> That'll take up like four hours of the competition. Uh, oh boy. Uh, uh, Steven Universe returns tomorrow. Yay! Uh, uh, this is the Steven bomb this week. A whole week of pork chops and hot dogs. I, that is what the the crew, the Steven Universe crew, is giving me for my wedding. Is a week of Steven Universe. Uh, are you gonna have time to watch it this week? Oh fuck yeah! Six p.m. I'm gonna be so busy having a nervous so breakdown this watch... week. We watch it on Amazon. It's uh, I, so I do have the to episodes wait. go live every Usually day. Usually the day after. Well, they wait until two episodes are together and then they show. Come to my house. Them. I have Sling TV. But what? Actually, well, technically three p.m. because well, they they broadcast stuff from the what, East Coast. Oh. So three p.m. Come my house every day. I'm this week. a little busy. This week. Come on, really. It's five times this week. 
I'm a little busy. But they, I haven't seen the last episode of Steven Universe because it was only one episode, so they didn't show it. What was it? I don't. I didn't see it. It was really monumental. I know. Nothing. No, the last couple really episodes, good. it was just. It wasn't like. Oh, I know. Like there was a two parter. The two parter was good. No, there's supposed to be a new two parter. Oh, so everyone's like, last time they had a two parter, it was yeah, like it's big, usually it was the biggest happens. episode they've had so far. So everyone's yeah. like, Mah. oh, Steven Universe, it's so good. Friends, this was the Boy Hattie podcast. Bad <laughs> I know you're so dismissive. It's Why is it about Steven? I'm still kind of stuck. No, nope, disagree. Someone on Tumblr did an animated gif oh, boy. of uh, Steven and Mabel from Gravity Falls fusing. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're essentially the same character anyway. And they're just like, <laughs> that's pretty good. They're both hyperactive, love candy, like, that's know, pretty easy good. to please. I like that. Yeah. Oh. Guys, this is the Boy Howdy Podcast. We're at Boy Howdy. Blah. 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 We're at Boy Howdy Podcast on Twitter. Boyhowdypodcast.org is, is our website. Wait a minute. It's boyhowdypodcast.com. Who cares? None of you go to it. <laughs> Friends, we'll be back. Oh, no. We won't be back. We'll see if Bill. We have to figure out what's going on we'll next week. We'll see if Bill records next week because, like I said, at this time next week, I will be literally finished. I have threatened getting just to married. take a mic to your wedding and just record everyone. <laughs> like, hey, everyone. Just recording my mother Annie. weeping uncontrollably. Annie's mom, what do you think about E3 this year? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about? Do you think it's fucked up that we can't play as women? That has to be a voiced male character in this game. What the fuck is that shit? And with that, friends, I will talk to y'all at least in two weeks. Two weeks. As a married woman. I'm gonna take a moment. My wife doesn't often listen to this podcast, and nor should anyone. But I will take a moment to say that my wife is the best thing that ever happened to me. She's my best friend. I really thought that some of us were fated to die alone, and I thought that was me. And I'm very no, grateful. That's just me. I'm very grateful that I was wrong. Um, my wife is the most amazing, most beautiful, most kind and sensitive and sweet and smart and funny person I've ever met. And I'm so grateful that she's my best friend and that I get to wake up every day next to her and that I get to spend the rest of my life with her. And that we only have to file our taxes once. Now, that'll be nice. Really? Oh, because legally you weren't married before. Yeah. We were partnered in Oregon, but not in national. It's really complicated. So anyway, tax will be easier, and I guess I get to be. And I get buried with my Amiibos and my Lego. (laughs) No, actually, it should be me and the Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Oh, I got it. I saw too much to bear on my lord. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Annie, happy almost getting married. Falcon things this week, so the pieces arrive by the end of the week, and I take them to the wedding. Be like, I love you as much as, as Annie and Floyd love each other. I'm running around the cockpit showing people, like, look at the cockpit, it came this week. I'll see y'all later, friends. Take care, guys. Get the lady, get the lady.